0: Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Promethean Tides podcast, I'm General, and I'm joined as always by Breaker, hey Breaker, how's it going?
1: Uh,
2: th- 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 internet, th- VPN, use our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends VPN, Threat error,
0: error. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the, the good ol', uh, RSL VPN, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's who we're sponsored by this week, fuck yeah. uh. And in addition to that, uh, we have a guest this week. Uh, uh, Jesus, uh, what's going on, Jesus? Hello, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I want to point out uh, to the audience that this is actually not the real Jesus. This is an imposter Jesus. Uh, he is not actually the Son of God. Just uh, we're all sorry to disappoint. That. Yeah, well, maybe you can well, try. Yeah, and... You can try better next time. We might have certain viewers that may
2: have been confused. As I. Like... No one stand outside with your arms outstretched in expectation of the rapture. This isn't uh, like false alarm. This isn't the real deal. <laughs> it's not time yet. Just go back inside and and buy our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends.
0: So, obviously this was a huge uh, week uh, in, in terms of the Supreme Court and the decisions that they made. Uh, we had uh, two major stories. So, Uh, There was a New New York uh, uh, state uh, gun law that was uh, uh, stricken down by the Supreme Court. Uh, And basically that that means that they have to allow people to uh, um, uh, conceal carry within their states. And uh, this will end up affecting uh, a number of other states, such as uh, Maryland and New Jersey. So, um that uh, I think uh, for for many uh, Americans, that's actually good news. Uh, for some Americans, that's uh incredibly scary and terrible news. Uh, but uh, we'll get into that. And then uh, probably uh, the the even bigger story is that uh, the Supreme Court also came out and uh, it 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 murdered Roe v Wade. Uh, so I think that uh, there's also a lot of feelings about that, uh, personally speaking. Uh, I think that it's a a really just fantastic uh, move on the part of the the part of the Supreme Court, uh, in my personal opinion. Um, I don't think that uh, it actually mentioned abortion anywhere in the Constitution, which means that uh, I don't really think that that's up to uh, the federal purview. Uh, I think that that should be a state's rights, and I don't think that you can justify it using uh, the 14th Amendment and just saying that, oh, it's about privacy, uh, so I think good moves all around from the Supreme Court and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. So, uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's, let's start out, uh, chronologically with the, uh, with the gun bill. Uh, so, uh, Jesus, uh, I know that you're a, uh, you're, you're, you're a gun owner. Uh, what, what is your perspective on, on this ruling?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, uh, I think that it is very appropriate. The decision was very appropriate. Um, I don't think that states have the right to withhold uh, concealed carry permits to their citizens. I think it's outrageous and it's unconstitutional. And it, it, it makes sense. It's uh, clearly outlined in the Constitution. So states do not have the right uh, to regulate that.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, it's- <clears throat> So it, it, was, it was one of those things where um, uh, there are states that have shall issue. Uh, there are states that have constitutional carry. There are states that have shall issue. And there are states that have may issue. And then there are states that have, technically speaking, may issue, but in practice, no issue. And uh, New York was one of those states. And, um, well, it seems to me as though the, the, the Second Amendment is, uh, you know... That's the one that's in the Constitution, so that is up to the federal government. That is not a state's rights, and so uh, New York cannot be going against the Constitution. They're just not allowed. Uh, I don't see any sort of legal argument that the that the left really has um, going against this uh, this this decision, except for but guns are scary. Pretty much.
1: Pretty much just.
3: Very scary. They look scary. You see, Weapons of after war.
2: My most recent, you know, if I might interject after my recent estrogen injection, I, I'm starting to think that firearms are bad and scary, <laughs> and I don't want to be around them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they are scary, Breaker, but what if we paint them pink or rainbow? Then it's not as bad.
3: Hey, there we see, go that's
0: a symbol of pride i could get
2: behind that <laughs> yeah Time for more soul
0: <laughs> yeah that's the uh we
3: need we need pride
0: that's that's that that's that's how you get the uh the left to just completely get on board with with assault rifles you just you paint them rainbow and they'll go oh <laughs> i support this now yeah <laughs> It's like that freaking meme of the capitalist trying to sell
2: crappy clothes, and he's frowning, and then he paints all the clothes with rainbows, and a bunch of soy boys pop in the door, and he jacks the price up to double, and then there's a big grin on his face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, this, uh... To be clear, though, um... from, From what I've gathered, uh... This has to do with concealed carry. So... I think that mm. New York can still have insane gun laws. Like, uh, I forget if it's New York or, or if it was like New Jersey that did this, but it was something like you're allowed to have a, uh, a a magazine that that has like the a 12 bullet capacity, but you're only allowed to put eight bullets in. And if you put more than eight bullets in, what you're doing is illegal. Uh, like, just it in like they can still have these insane laws. They can still just like call. Something, I guess, an assault weapon, and uh, have it be illegal for no known reason. So it's not it's not completely perfect. And uh, uh, Kavanaugh himself, he, uh, he, he, he uh, part of the decision uh, that, that, that Kavanaugh put in was that uh, these states they they can still hand out the permits. They just have to actually hand out the permits. Uh, so yeah it's 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 not it's not perfect, but it is a step in the right direction I think for uh, uh, for uh the right to bear arms, which should be uh ever, everyone's right because that's that's what the fucking constitution says Yep.
1: clear simple
0: It reminds me
2: of that joke Alex Jones did where he was liking them to babies. <laughs> And they were like, "Oh, big, boom, boom, scary. I don't like big boom, boom. Make big, boom, boom illegal."
0: <laughs> uh, so, all right, how, how about this question? Um, taking the second amendment to its, to its, its, its logical place, um, obviously, I think that Americans should have the ability to own uh, fully automatic weapons. I think that that's clear. Uh, but how much? How much further than that do we go? Uh, can you own? Uh... uh,
3: a lot, a lot further.
0: Hell yeah, a lot
3: further. I mean, think about it. at the time and it, it, it it's, it's been, it, it it's been argued Biden said that hey, well, in, in seventeen seventy six, people weren't allowed to own cannons. It, yes, you were. Uh, yes, people were. people did own cannons to protect their ships. So in theory you could extend this to chemical weapons uh I, I don't i don't think that it should be extended to chemical weapons i think that that might be uh a little bit too far the um the hard hard right libertarian in me wants to say yes but i just i don't know
0: yeah i it's a it's kind of a tricky problem um so the the and cap in me um says that uh, everyone should have the right to their own um thermonuclear weapons uh but i guess that there is kind of a uh, uh practicality kind of kind of thing here uh so you know from from just the perspective of good old american pragmatism maybe you shouldn't have the right to own um uh, uh, weaponized anthrax uh <laughs> or or a dirty bomb But, uh,
2: yeah. Things like dirty bombs and anthrax, like, there's less of a judicious way to deploy them. I mean, if you could deploy them accurately and judiciously enough to where they only affected someone who represented a clear and present danger to your life, limb, or property, I mean, technically (laughs) that would be allowable.
0: (laughs) Okay, but I I could then turn that argument around and I could say, well, actually, um, uh a fully at auto, a fully automatic weapon is not as judicious as a uh, semi-automatic weapon because you know you might be spraying the bullets and you might you know hit someone that you didn't intend to you can be more accurate with a semi-automatic weapon so you know same reasoning applies uh, you're only allowed, allowed to own rifles now so bolt action well, the thing of it
2: is if access. you're if you're
0: Action depending only. on your
2: penetration depending on your penetration and range, the fully automatic and if you judiciously deploy it like, you could technically kill more people with a semi-automatic rather than spray and pray because you have to take pauses to aim so technically the semi-automatic is in a way more dangerous if you mean to kill multiple people like a murderous psychopath
3: <laughs> Well, I think from from a, from a distance uh, single action or you know non-full, not semi-automatic uh, would be, probably be more effective, because actually studies have been done on this, fully automatic weapons at range uh, people tend to be less accurate because pull- they just keep pulling the trigger and they're not focusing on what they're aiming at um, so you actually yeah. have to learn uh, discipline
0: well, whereas if you're in a um, confined place like a building um, then a fully automatic uh, submachine gun actually is going to be very effective
3: very effective, but hey, maybe if we make a bolt action, it makes it more interesting. You know, uh, uh, the, the the mass the mass shooters they have to come out and they have to re rack every time. It get, you know it gives it, it makes it a little more stressful. You know, and and the, and then the people are you know they're scrambling. They have more time to scramble, and it really you know
0: throws uh, uh just some craziness in there. <laughs> just, right? We you know what? New law. New law. This is how you fix school shootings. Um. New law says if you're gonna do a school shooting, you have to do a assault action.
3: Simple. <laughs> very simple, and you know, as a matter of fact, there was a shooting in Nova Scotia, I believe, just a few weeks ago, and the media reported on it decently well. But you know, uh, one they left out one very key part, and that's that is that reported. Um, so they were not purchased legally in any way, they were purchased off the streets, and uh, that is something that's left out uh, oftentimes. And as a matter of fact, the majority of shootings, uh, a- including public shootings, are committed with uh, non-legally obtained weapons.
0: Wait, 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 Nate, are you telling me, or sorry, Jesus, are, are, are you telling me that, um, uh, that the criminal is, that shooting people is, is is usually not getting their guns legally. We need to put more laws around this. We, you know yeah, what? tell them. new law, new law. If you're gonna um, illegally shoot up a place, you have you have to do it with with a legal firearm. We have to make make a new law.
3: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and you can't you can't have magazines over twelve rounds. Okay, that's a big no no. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, look, look, if you're... I'll tell you one thing. If you're gonna get an Uzi and you're gonna shoot someone with it, it has to be a bolt-action Uzi, okay? (laughs) Bolt-action Uzi, there we go. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Did you realize
2: that technically chemical weapons are already legal right now? They're just not robust enough usually to kill humans?
3: Uh, sometimes they kill, but yeah, most of the time... I don't. I'm not. I not i do not know a ton about chemical weapons, but from what I do know, chemical attacks generally maim people and severely injure instead of kill. Sometimes they kill, but you know, hey, maybe maybe chemical weapons. You know, maybe regular everyday. Oh, this is how we solve school shootings. We give teachers chemical weapons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's good. good. If I if I were to buy a bottle of Clorox and a bottle of Windex You see where this is going.
0: You Yeah. Should, you should not mix bleach and ammonia. That creates um, You should
2: never mix these chemicals because it's more dangerous to you than anyone else.
0: <laughs> that that creates chlorine gas and uh that yeah. that, that, can, that can be bad for you. Yes
1: that, yeah, that can be very bad for your health. You. don't do it. Yeah. Don't do
2: it. Yeah it's it's almost as though uh <laughs> You know. And if I were to hold you down and spray your face full of bug spray, I mean it may or may not kill you, but you would not have a good time.
0: <laughs> no. So uh, actually so uh, think about this though. If you if you deploy chemical weapons, it is more likely to maim and injure than to outright kill. However, you have now given um your enemy a whole bunch of uh people who were previously able to fight who are now not able to fight, and also they have to be taken care of in hospitals, which will clog up their supply line. So, from a from a like the from a logistics perspective of trying to win a war, um, maybe maybe chemical weapons are actually more humane because it doesn't kill as many people, but it it can clog up the enemy's supply lines enough that they just uh you know you win the war anyway. Like maybe maybe we should re- reintroduce chemical warfare. You know a little bit of mustard gas.
3: Well, you know, I don't even think it's really chemical warfare uh, that people are thinking about anymore. It's definitely other means. There's been talks for a long time, decades, actually, that uh, China has been uh, working on weather, we- weapons of weather, like like being able to direct hurricanes in certain directions, uh, things like that. Um, and uh, one of my neighbors, two doors down actually, was in the Navy, and I believe this is was in the 70s uh he's he's pretty old now he was telling me well when he was in training and they were doing obviously training with rifles and such but they would have these and i i i kid you not these satellites that they would aim at these drones these these manually operated drones and you would fire it and it wouldn't make a sound you know might make kind of a humming noise or whatever and the drone would just poof and just just disappear and this was, uh, this was kind of hush-hush technology at the time, but I'd imagine back then if that was being uh, tested with with you know, recruits or whatever, it must be pretty advanced now.
0: So, <laughs> laser satellites.
3: I, 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 I don't know if they shot lasers. There weren't actually visible lasers. It was shot like a radio frequency, and it just would disappear. The, the drone would just go poof.
2: You could have, oh yeah, they have those. Those are like planes with like a nose on them that's like an invisible, like high energy laser of a kind. It's not visible the, to the naked human eye, but it is a thing that the military has yeah, right they, now. It's not even classified. The,
3: these things were operated on the ground from what he told me. Um, he, didn't, he didn't fly any planes. He operated these things in training, shooting drones down. Um, pff, crazy stuff.
0: Wait, in the 70s? In the 70s, they had laser satellites and drones? Man.
3: Yep. It, 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 you know, it might have been the 80s. It might have been the 80s. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, he, he was telling me it was, it was absolutely insane.
2: Well... Yeah, they put those lasers on planes recently. They're part of, like, nuclear countermeasures. It's, like, this really high-altitude plane, usually a B-2 bomber or something. And the whole fuselage has to be filled up with batteries to power this thing, but all it needs to do is train that on, like, the body of a rocket, and it will blow the rocket out of the air with the heat.
0: Well, the... Uh, I, have, I have no doubt. The, the, the Navy um, has already rolled out a similar thing on their ships, um... or, uh, uh missile defense, um system uh like because what the what the ships were doing previously is they would just kind of try to shoot bullets at an incoming missile and hope that it would hit the missile but uh with a laser you can do it much more precisely and so they have rolled that out into a number of ships um we live yeah. in the future boys
3: we certainly do we live in the future
1: Now Jesus
2: has a crappy signal.
1: Trouble,
3: something.
0: Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, crappy signals all around. Right, now you have to edit right.
1: two
2: people.
0: Uh no, I'm going to leave this one in. That's all right.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> um Yeah, so uh back back to the uh back to the original question. Um so I, I I technically speaking, under the Second Amendment, if you were going to be absolutist about it, which I think maybe you kind of ought be, uh, maybe, um, it seems like you can pretty much own any weapon. Uh, back in the day, uh, if you had a ship with cannons on it, then, uh, at a, at like, you have a warship. So, yeah. civilians were allowed to own warships back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, you know, that means that to by on at least by today's standards at the very least you should be able to own own a tank a, a fucking M1 Abrams tank
3: uh you know I, honestly i just all i want i just want those crazy satellite weapons uh and you know when my neighbor is is playing their uh, annoying beatbox i just i just want to you know very carefully tactfully tactfully i want to take my my laser satellite and point it <laughs> at the beatbox and just poof, just explode it. And then they're like, Oh my god, what happened? <laughs> um, I don't I don't wanna hurt him. I don't wanna hurt him. I just wanna I wanna turn off the
0: Tupac. That's all Hey Exactly. He yeah, and you know what? He was the aggressor first. He was the first person to violate the NAP because of his loud music. It's justified. Yeah,
3: exactly. Hey, he's playing that noxious bullshit, and I'm just like, What? What is this?
0: Ugh. <laughs> uh <clears throat> So, all right, there is the uh, uh, overall, I think that uh, we're all uh, somewhat happy with uh, what came out of the Supreme Court in regards to um, the, uh, uh, the the decision on co- concealed carry, uh, striking down the, the New York law. Uh, I think overall, that's a good thing. Uh, of course, the, the Democrats are, are up in arms over this. Uh, they're extremely scared. They're shaking in their boots um, because you know here's the thing when when you when you allow legal uh, or when you allow law-abiding citizens to to arm themselves, then I guess that's that's dangerous for some reason apparently uh, I <laughs> you know like personally speaking, it seems as though if I was like if I was a criminal and I wanted to I don't know rob a store or something and I knew. ...that anyone around me could be concealed carrying, uh, then I would be more hesitant to rob a store because I am attempting to rob an armed populace. And Yes. Generally speaking, if you have the choice between robbing an armed populace versus an unarmed populace, you would rather rob the unarmed populace. It's less risky.
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there have been multiple instances of areas where carjackings are, are prevalent and even regular. They're just a regular occurrence. People get their car stolen by them, uh, you know, by, by criminals. And there was one individual who was carrying a concealed weapon and someone tried to steal their car and they rolled down the window and went poof! Um, and, you know, blew the person away and, and, and carjackings just dropped like a stone. Um you know, of course none of these things are ever reported in the media but no there's definitely a relationship between indi-
0: between individuals having guns and uh and, individuals uh, being and crime and, and crime going down yeah absolutely um well all right so uh good news all around uh thank you supreme court for being based and um i think uh 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 m- m- most most of all most of all thank you uh clarence thomas for being based uh, as we get into Uh, The next, and I think, larger story. Um, So, uh, Roe v. Wade is dead now. Wow. Yeah.
3: It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's almost like Morpheus uh, uh, bestowed upon him two pills, blue pill, red pill. Either you can preserve gun rights or you can abolish Roe v. Wade. And he just took both pills. Um,
0: (laughs) He said, fuck it. Fuck it. Give me all the pills.
3: (laughs) Whatever. Uh, And Morpheus was like, did you just take both pills?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all, so this is a monumental uh, decision from from the Supreme Court. Uh, so Roe v. Wade, it was uh, passed back in the seventies, and uh, its its main justification was the Fourteenth Amendment. Uh, that's the one that basically gives you a right to privacy. Uh, so. Uh, even even Ruth uh, G- uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, uh, came out and she said, "Yeah, guys, we're gonna need a fucking better justification for Roe v. Wade than the Fourteenth Amendment. This shit isn't gonna stand for yes. very long." Yeah. Uh, yes. And of course, uh, Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg is is the ultimate hero of the left, a, a progressive woman who got to the Supreme Court. Um, but. Uh, uh, it, it it turns out that actually the Fourteenth Amendment is maybe not the best just, ju- justification for uh, doing whatever the fuck you want. Uh, for instance, um, yeah. let's say that I murdered my spouse. Well, as long as I did it in the privacy of my own home, I mean, come on, Fourteenth Amendment applies, right? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> probably not. So, um, yeah, this is uh, uh, this was a, a, a big uh, decision. Uh, it's going to have. Um, affects mostly on the red states uh not not on the blue states uh so the the gun thing will affect blue states this this uh the roe v wade will really only affect red states because um basically what it says is that the federal government uh has really no right to step in uh on abortion because it's not a constitutional issue and anything that is not uh highlighted uh in the constitution is not under the purview of the federal government that is a state's rights issue and so, uh, it has been kicked back to the States, uh, where I believe it should be. And so, yep. uh, now, um, you know what, uh, if you want to get an abortion, go to California, go to, uh, 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 go to, I don't know, um, uh, New York, uh, go to Maine, go to, uh, uh who has the most extreme laws? Um, uh, Colorado, you can go to Colorado and you can basically, uh, abort the damn thing. uh, I mean, it, 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 it could be about to be born, and I think that you can abort it there. So uh, if you really need your abortion, just go to Colorado. But the red states will be able to say, no, no, we're, we're not going to be doing abortion here. And uh, I don't see anything wrong with this whatsoever. I think it's, it's completely I mean, fine. It-
3: there are the, both extremes. Women, they have the option to either go to California or they can go to Mississippi or Alabama or whatever and just give their baby to a Catholic priest. Now, there's no telling what the Catholic priest is going to do with the baby, but, you know, that's, that's so, <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a risk there.
2: <laughs> they might wish they were dead by the time they get done with that. <laughs> 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 um,
3: no, it, 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 in, in, in all seriousness, though, yeah, I mean, it... it <sighs> I you know, after there's a heartbeat i I don't really think an abortion should be performed, but you know, I, I like the states that are going to take the the position of uh yeah, is it fifteen weeks or beyond you can't have an abortion, anything before that is fine i I kind of like that middle ground right there, and the fact of is ninety one percent of all abortions are performed before. 13 weeks now the data is a little bit all over the place but that's it's it's right around there so this isn't going to affect uh too too many people with the exception of a few a handful of red states which do have those trigger laws which are like out abortion under any circumstances unless it's rape but not even incest some of the states as far as i know uh or, or you can't have an abortion even if it's incest
0: well, uh, I think that uh, in some of those states, uh, incest is actually a, a primary mechanism by which they reproduce. So, you know, of course, um, fair—that's that—that is that is—that's of course that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. I love Fair the red enough. states. I love the red states. I love West Virginia. I don't think that you guys are cousin fuckers, but that that was a joke. Um, now, uh, now, now, breaker. I I know that um uh we've actually talked about this in the past. Um, you actually are neither. Um, uh, pro-life uh, nor uh, pro-choice, you're actually um, anti-life and anti-choice, you believe that uh, the state should uh, force people to get abortions against their will. Um, of course, this is a, a controversial opinion that you have, but uh, what are your feelings about the, the Supreme Court ruling?
2: Yeah, I think you might be fucking with me a bit here, but uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, I think this is going to open the door to a lot more Questioning of the concept of abortion itself now that Roe v. Wade has been trampled underfoot by the Supreme Court. Effectively, we'll have to see how this pans out in the future. But this kind of casts doubt on the whole enterprise of abortion itself when you think about it. Because, I mean, without that, I in the First Amendment to the Constitution does guarantee the right to life, and technically. If DNA can be admitted as evidence, i.e., scrapings of goo and cells, and that is sufficient enough to establish identity of a specific person, up to and including the ability to convict that person of a capital offense and sentence them to death based on that evidence, I think your freaking genetic code at the most smallest and discreet levels Proves that this came from a living human being, even if that living human being is not demonstratively present by any other means.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I like the reasoning. Um, although that would mean that uh, 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 life would begin with conception. Uh, so actually, that would be yes. that would be the uh, the fuck you, no abortion stance.
2: Yeah, I think that's where this. Depending on how the country, the tides of politics turns over times, I think this particular decision can lead down all the way to that level to where it's like, okay, first amendment guarantees right to life. Life is established, can be established legally in court with no other evidence aside from someone's drool or pieces of their DNA.
3: Now, what, what what if states left it to the voters? What if they had an election to decide whether or not abortion you know, the parameters of abortion and all that stuff. Well, what if that would what say?
2: Well, the thing of it is, because the Constitution, if it's that closely tied to the right to life, like I'm hypothesizing it might one day be, um, they shall create no law infringing upon it. That means that even if the states wanted abortion, they couldn't vote on it because, well, just like we were talking about the Second Amendment, like. You want all these states able to be like, no guns in this state ever, or do you want the Second Amendment to apply to all
0: states? Yeah. Fair. See, that would be... I don't know if if that argument would ever reach the Supreme Court, but that would be a really interesting one, because that would actually kick abortion back up to the federal government, and it would mean that the federal government would have to enforce banning abortion in in all 50 states. It it would be a constitutional (laughs) issue. Oof.
1: Oof. Ree ree.
0: REE! REE! REE, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, oh, uh, oh, Breaker, you're, uh, Breaker, you're, you're breaking up a bit. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think that that's, that, that would be a very interesting thing if it happened, but, uh, you know what, for now, I'm actually, I'm quite happy to have it be a states issue i think that uh it's it's very difficult to to tell uh where the line is you know some people say it's at conception some people say uh it's it's when you start having a heartbeat some people say um it's when it's born and you can just like basically uh, you can just have like a fucking cleaver, and just as long as the baby is like only half out of the vagina and not like yeah. completely out, you can just fucking kill it. Um,
3: you just bludgeon it to death, yeah. Or you just you just you have like an incinerator from uh, uh, from from like Portal and like those Valve games when right. you take like companion cube. It just, it and just, just drop drops it directly into the incinerator. incinerator.
0: Yeah, it's all good. Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> it's like oh, it's, well, it was it was the latest you can have an abortion. We cut the umbilical cord, but we dropped it into the incinerator.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, uh, some, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Colorado will say, hey, you know what? Actually, um, it can be uh, five minutes after the birth that you're allowed to abort it. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I, think, I think it's good that it can be a state's issue because I've, I've said this a number of times and I'll say it again. Uh, When it comes to these these difficult uh, legal questions um, about like how to run a civilization, what what, you know, what's the best way to run a civilization? Uh, You want to have fifty different states all doing fifty different things, running basically fifty different experiments all at the same time, and then we can figure out uh, which you know after a a period of time which states are, are actually having the best laws that are most amenable to uh, building a a good civilization that that one would want to live in. And, you know, let's, let's say that, uh, let's say that, uh, I don't know, uh, Virginia or Texas, uh, it turns out that their bill of, of having it, um, just be based off of a heartbeat. Maybe that is for whatever reason, maybe it doesn't even make that much fucking sense, but maybe that's just the best way to deal with abortion. And then maybe other states can realize that, oh, that's a really good way to do it. And then they can adopt that. That's what we want. We don't want this to be under the purview of the federal government where we only have one experiment running at a time and it's just whatever the fucking thing that the Fed says. That's not good. We want to put as much powers in the hands of the states as possible. So, uh,
3: yeah. Yes, as much power regarding to what is explicitly or what is not outlined, sorry, what is not uh, specifically outlined in the Constitution.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, of course, my, my particular stance uh, is that uh, I'm a little bit more conservative uh, with where I think that maybe it, it would be a smart place to um, declare personhood. Uh, I think that it's within the first two weeks. Um, so uh, it's once either the blastocyst or the seal has implanted into the uterine wall. Um, at that point uh I'm I'm willing to call that okay now now that's a person uh before that I would say that uh, uh, the rate of um, of just uh, uh, uh basically a self-abortion occurring is like it's like 75 percent or something um most most uh, uh conceptions that happen actually do not lead to a pregnancy uh, because humans are weird so, you know, from from my stance, I would say that, uh, yeah, like within the first two to three weeks, you should probably get an abortion. So that would allow for plan B. But, um, you know, maybe. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit uh, more conservative with it. I, I I you know what between between the, um, you know, uh, murder it as it's coming out of the birth canal versus, uh you know, the heartbeat thing. I'm 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 gung ho on the heartbeat thing. I think that that's that's a much better compromise.
3: Yes, Yep, and that's what I think most conservative states will end up doing. But hey, maybe I'll be wrong, but it certainly will be interesting to see how the country evolves over the coming years and decades. How much more conservative will the country become, particularly in regards to abortion? Uh, Very interesting.
0: Uh, Now, we we also saw, um, I guess, a lot of people uh, uh, guessing or saying that uh, there was going to be uh, violence uh, occurring from the left, lots of riots uh, as a result of uh, the just the the two big L's that they took this week.
3: Uh, but that's that's the genius. That's the genius of the concealed carry ruling. I mean, oh. right before these Roe v. Wade riots, it's genius.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. They they uh, they, they got the the armed uh, 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 population in before the uh, the. the, the, the the yep. abortion one to 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 make them more afraid of rioting. Yeah, actually, pretty smart if you think about it.
3: Yep, very smart. Galaxy brain.
0: Um. So my prediction uh, was that, and I I don't know if this is going to end up being true because I haven't I haven't seen how much uh, uh violence uh will or has occurred or will occur uh, this weekend. Uh, But, uh, and I think that this, uh, we're recording Saturday, but this will go up Sunday. Um, so, uh, but I think that, um, we won't see as much violence as has been predicted. I, I think that when the left takes this fat of an L, I, I think that they, they get really mopey and they just stay inside. And I guess like, I don't know uh cut themselves or, or whatever it is that that, that they're doing nowadays I, I think that they might actually not be inclined to get that violent
3: yeah i i think you're right about that uh and i think eventually what the sadness will turn into is anger and the anger into rage and then that's when we'll see uh some violence
0: yeah yeah um it will uh, i'm sure it's something that will build up over time um
2: now, uh one thing uh I will say before we change topics if I'm indeed
0: yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I
2: think constitutionally like under the American Constitution specifically the way it defines life is that in the first amendment we believe that all men are created equal endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights among these are life liberty and pursuit of happiness now endowed by the creator whether you're religious or not whether it's evolution or god endowing the right it's not a qualitative question it's a quantitative question does a life exist the qualitative question it comes under the pursuit of happiness like whether or not this life is conscious or thinking or has a fully developed brain that's the qualitative pursuit of happiness question the quantitative question of does life Exist, you, is much more discreet, and I would argue that is at the moment of conception, Wait. genetically, biologically speaking.
0: Wait, I I think uh, is it not the case that 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 quote the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? That's actually from the Declaration of Independence. That's not the Constitution.
2: Well, that forms the First Amendment. Mm. Okay,
1: all right, interesting. He's done his research.
2: Yeah, and life is defined quantitatively in the Constitution. Like, does life exist or does it not? The quality of the life, whether or not the person's conscious, whether they're a tarish whether they're a retard, is a qualitative question that has to do with the pursuit of happiness language,
0: wait, 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 I wait. would argue. But the, the First Amendment, and I'll quote it here, it says, uh, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or the press, or the right of the people peaceably, uh, peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's the First Amendment. That actually that doesn't say anything about life. Well,
2: fuck me, I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, but the Declaration of Independence is important too. It just doesn't have any sort of uh, legal um, standing.
2: Well, that's like. <laughs> The metaphysical instantiation of the actual laws themselves, though.
0: See, I agree with you. I think that actually we should we should turn we should turn the Declaration of Independence into a kind of its own like mini Bill of Rights or something like an addendum. But
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why you need to subscribe to Ricardo Law on YouTube and Odyssey, and he will define it because he's an actual lawyer that knows what he's talking about. Shoutouts to Ricardo Law. <laughs>
0: And you should you should also subscribe to us while 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 you're at it you know just just for fun. No,
3: just about to say, definitely yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Go go down there, hit the red button. Promethean Tides. I mean, while you're already
2: searching up these channels, you might as well hit the like and subscribe button on the video you're watching right now before you go and check out Ricardo Law, since you're already in the search bar anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you really want to, that is. Uh...
0: <laughs> um so uh yeah i guess uh i i think i think that this the 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 timing of this is a little bit interesting because we are coming up uh to the midterms um yes so uh how uh how is it uh, how do you guys i'll, I'll ask uh, both of you um uh and i guess uh uh, Jesus, you can, you, you, you can take it first. Um, since, since you're the guest, uh, what, uh, what do you think is going to be the ramifications of, of, of this for, for the, for the midterms?
3: Boy, oh boy. Um, that's, you know, that's really hard to say. Um, it, you could almost say it's on the flip of a coin, but I would say, that I don't think it's going to affect the midterms nearly as much as some people are going to make it out to be. Um, we're going to be told that, oh, uh, Democratic support is going to be way up because of Roe v. Wade. The fact of the matter is people have a very, very low attention span these days, a very short attention span these days. <laughs> I think by the turn the midterms come up, people are going to start remembering what's been going on over the past couple of years with inflation and gas prices and just everything. And that's what they're going to go to the polls for. Um, I mean, I I, I do think it could affect it a little bit. We could see higher Democratic turnout, but I don't think it's going to be enough to really tip the scales. And if anything, it it might just be a total wash because you could see way more conservatives come out um, because they're emboldened and they feel empowered by this. And this is a really, really big ruling. So uh, ultimately, I think we're still going to see a red wave. I think the left is, is uh, you know, they're really in trouble. Um, it's not just inflation and and all that. It's also censorship. I mean, the fact that they're censored is a sign of intellectual bankruptcy. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be bad for them either way. So, uh, you know, and I also think, it's good that the right is not holding back their punches because for too long the right has just been like oh, oh very very easy steps and kind of prissy. I-, I like that they're really.
0: Yeah, they're uh, they're 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 bringing it. They're fucking bringing it to the I think table. It's,
1: it's gonna be. It's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they uh, okay. uh, they're they're not holding back uh, whatsoever, which uh, I think is is probably. Uh, uh, really, just something that we haven't seen from the conservatives in so fucking long. It's it's actually makes it, it makes me just slightly hopeful, actually. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, Breaker, what uh, what do you, what do you think uh, the effects of this might be for the midterm? Okay,
2: after June, after Pride Month, I think what they're going to do is they're going to try and turn monkeypox into beer bug two point and try to get back the fricking mail-in voting thing so they can fortify the
0: election again well i mean how, we, <laughs> we got to have a strong democracy how, how are we going to have a strong democracy without proper fortification put up with that i know right i mean it, it, it's vital
2: that all of this freaking misinformation and conspiracies is extremely dangerous to our democracy we are humans who care about
0: democracy Please enter BOD. Here is your allocation of
2: bugs.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord.
2: So, I I think that... Make um, sure to accrue additional
0: meta credits. (laughs) (laughs) Did you vote for Joe Biden? Your social credit score went up by 12 points. Nicely done. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. No, I think... uh, uh, So there is there is a decent chance that uh that that most people just forget about this and they just carry on you know with with life as, as as it was previously because really this isn't gonna change that many people's lives i mean the people who will be affected are um people that are living in red states that really wanted to get an abortion uh and i honestly like it's there are probably millions of those people but are does it, it in terms of like the entire country? It's really not affecting that many people, I don't think. Um, so I, I, you know, I, 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 think that it may not be that big of a deal. Uh, people might actually forget about it. And I, I also I want to point this out. Um, you know, here here's the thing. Uh, if, um, if 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 they do end up uh, banning. Um, Uh, abortion in some of these states i think that you know really they should still keep it open for the trans men i think that trans men should still be allowed to get abortions no matter what
3: yes I, i i agree and as a matter of fact you know saying that abortion is a women's issue is it's not only transphobic but it's gender essentialist And it's just, it's homophobic. It's Mm. trans, it's just terrible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, really, you know, men or sorry, uh, trans women or whatever should be able to have abortion still.
0: Well, here, here's the thing, you know, uh, we, we here at the Promethean Tides podcast, um, we have no idea what a woman is. Um, it, it's, it's a question that has perplexed us, uh, for a long time now. Uh, but the only thing that we are certain of is that, uh, a, a trans woman is is that a trans woman is a woman we don't know what it is but it is what a trans woman is most certainly so oh <laughs> exactly um yeah so uh i mean i guess actually if you think about it let's i can agree with that. let's let's say that that you took a red state and the red state went okay um we're banning abortion women are no longer allowed to get abortion uh, however if you're if you're if you're a trans man so that's that's someone who identifies as a man but has a vagina, uh, then, and the, the state could say, okay, but you're allowed to get an abortion, right? Now, the left could take that one of two ways. Actually, that could be in general interpreted one of two ways: either a the red state is being oddly um, like nice to trans people and just giving them like this this like weird right that like you know regular women don't have, or, or it could be. That the red state is actually practicing eugenics, and they're going, "Hey, you know what? If if you're a if you're a, 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 tra- a trans man, then um, yeah, you, sh- you, you you should just abort your baby because we don't want more of your genetics." Like it could oh, be interpreted man. that way. <laughs>
3: oh man!
1: Shit. Well, with the with the history
3: of Planned Parenthood, uh, that wouldn't be too far fetched.
0: No, no, it wouldn't actually. Uh, uh, pl- Planned Parenthood has a uh, has a a colored history.
3: Colored is an understatement.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
3: Very checkered past. I
2: think there's a couple. There's a couple people in the audience that will get that reference. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah when, i'm sorry I, I didn't i didn't get that initially when you said colored. i thought no it's checkered i see yeah <laughs> it, it's it's history is is overwhelmingly colored
0: yes yes it, do, it does tend to <laughs>
3: yeah it, it's it's it, it's almost like it's colored to the point of preventing those kind of people from reproducing <laughs> or something
0: oh we certainly wouldn't allege that uh, <clears throat> uh, here um just an interesting pattern to note uh uh, is like conspiratorial
2: <laughs> pay no attention to that conspiracy theorist behind the curtain <laughs> uh
0: oh man so uh it you know here's the thing you know planned parenthood it has an incredibly um progressive background it is its roots are firmly in uh progressivism especially let's say like 1930s uh, progressivism here in america um, of course, the, the 1930s progressives, uh, I, uh, they, they were, they were an interesting uh, cast of characters. Um, they, they believed in, uh, a little something called eugenics. Uh, and in, in fact, uh, it, it seems as though the, the, the founder, uh, specifically did not like African Americans that much and saw, uh, Planned Parenthood as a way to, um, artificially, uh, control their population. And, uh, in fact uh if my if my memory serves me um uh you know a lot of groups that have come into america that have immigrated here they've seen their population numbers go up um <clears throat> you can you can look at like i don't know the um the middle easterns the uh the the, the chinese the the japanese the uh the koreans uh the uh uh, other other groups uh, from Europe, um, uh, obviously uh, uh, Central and South Americans, um, a lot of groups that move to America will actually see their population uh, percentage increase over time. Whereas, weird thing about African Americans, um, their population has basically stayed, I believe, between like 11 and 13 percent for like... Uh, more than 100 years, almost as though there were a thing in place that was preventing their population from growing substantially. Uh, I have no idea what that thing could be, but it's just an interesting little uh, statistical fact there.
3: It is, it is. And you know, you mentioned the word eugenics. Is that, is that like a health regimen or something?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You yeah, well, could say that. It's it's for it's for the health of the civilization. Uh. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, so so oh, okay. So it's like a supplement for for society. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, super healthy. I super gotcha. Healthy. Uh, yeah. Uh, for for anyone that doesn't know, um, eugenics is where um, some uh, uh, bureaucrat in the government uh, decides that they want more of this type of people and less of this other type of people, and so they enact policies to make that happen uh if that sounds a little bit uh like uh like 1940s germany it's because um yeah it is it is that's that's what it is
1: i'm sorry general uh, i
3: you broke you broke up
0: oh well uh yeah i might have uh, I, I might have broken up for you but uh it's uh, this is this is recorded on my end so um wonderful yeah uh anyway um okay. Yeah so well, I, I I concur. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't hear what I said, but you're like I yeah, I, I probably agree with that. Though. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh planned parenthood is actually it has a history of being fucked and I I'm, I'm not certain why it is that the left can support it as much as they do it seems to be kind of like a contradiction in their ideology but then again they live with the contradictions they swim with the contradictions it is part of them
1: (laughs) yes it is well
2: good for them
0: (laughs) uh okay so uh yeah there was uh there was that uh that was the uh that was the bit about the guns and the bit about the uh the uh the roe v wade uh do you guys uh, have anything else that you would like to to add on to to this
1: nothing I can think of um mm, uh, i'm
3: sure if you were to give me a time I'd definitely come up with something but right now off the top of my head nope
0: all right okay um
1: let me see here
2: Usually, during the second half of the show after we do the news stuff, we come up with some random philosophical thing to prattle
0: on about. That's true, and uh we're at the fifty four minute mark so uh this is about the the this is this is the part where uh uh we all crack open an extra beer and uh just uh, shoot the shit uh so all right uh here was a here's a random thought I had um. So, cursive, right? Uh, No one actually writes with it anymore and is impossible to read. Um, I think that cursive was how one particular rich dude...
3: ...read, and it it might even be racist.
0: Oh, it's certainly racist. Uh, What isn't racist? Of course. (laughs) So, uh, I said, uh, I think that cursive was how a particular rich dude sloppily wrote, and everyone decided that was the best way way to write sloppily. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Man, that's a good idea. We should all start slopping
0: our pens around on the paper. Well, because here's the thing, right? Like, I, I like, so- sometimes I write really sloppily, but and so it's it's like my own form of cursive, but it's not like that cursive, you know? Uh, yeah,
3: y- you and I both, I- I'd say my handwriting 50% of the time is, like, indiscernible.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think that... I I think that you know what uh, every maybe everyone has their own cursive, and we shouldn't just have one single cursive that we all learn. You know, because fuck that. You
1: know,
2: like diversity is our strength after all.
3: Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Diversity of of, of sloppy handwriting that is indiscernible to eighty percent of the population. <laughs>
2: Well shit, now we've made it like non-racist and now cursive has to be a thing because certain people can't fucking write. Thanks a lot, Gerald Chief. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now not only is cursive non racist, but it's actually it's so non-racist that it will now be required by the new regime. Thanks a lot.
3: <laughs> no boy. Yeah, we could have like we could have like red state and then, you know, certain people would read like Antifa cursive and be like
0: Oh my god, that's that's exactly what yeah. we need. What is it? Th- we we need the uh we need the antifa cursive and we need the the Bible thumper cursive and all all the, yeah. all the different types. Uh, uh, the uh the 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 cursive of the of the Bible thumpers they they don't cross their Ts because it looks too much like a cross and uh, that would be offensive.
3: Yeah, thanks
2: a lot.
0: Um. Okay, so uh, here's uh, here's another thing that I, I wrote down. Um, so I think that y- you guys know mobile games, like that the, the fucking piece of shit that you have on your phone. Um, obviously not like... You mean mobile
2: games like Raid Shadow
0: Legends? Obviously obviously, we're not talking about Raid Shadow Legends here because that's, a, that's a, just the best game that exists. Obviously we wouldn't uh, shit on them ever. But uh, what about... What about Evany the King's Return? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's so, there's, so, there's so many of them. They're all so good. Uh, so, I just... I wrote down, um, mobile games do not seem to be the future... Evany the King's Return. I finally found the game.
3: <laughs> mobile games do not seem to be the future of...
0: of... Of gaming. They don't seem to be the future of gaming.
3: Uh, what? Maybe? Well... <laughs>
0: so i i say this because um i okay so you you can you can look at the mobile gaming market and you can see that's that, hard to say you
3: know, although yeah i don't
0: know you can you can say that uh like most mobile games um especially the, like like the free-to-play ones are incredibly uh, predatory um <clears throat> they kind of they kind of hook you in and then they go hey uh you know are you enjoying the game um if, if you pay five dollars you can uh, get rid of this incredibly annoying aspect of the game or whatever
3: and yes, yeah 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 yep yep and, and if you paid all if you paid five dollars like 50 times over several years then it'll really be good
0: oh yeah yeah definitely uh, so actually this uh, this has been kind of in in the in the gaming news uh, recently because uh, there, there's this new mobile game that Blizzard released called uh, Diablo Immortal, and uh, this is probably the worst instance of of a pay-to-play game because, essentially, if if you wanted to fully upgrade your character, and that's just one character, uh, you're looking at about a hundred thousand dollars, maybe a little bit more.
3: Well, uh, if you were to ask me, I don't think many people are paying that. But uh, I don't—I haven't even heard of this game, so you are eminently qualified to
0: talk about it. I, I haven't played it, but I have—I have been—been I have been hearing about it. So, uh the, the thing is—is is that there are whales, right? So, a whale is basically like let's say that like 99 out of 100 uh, people that download the, the free game, they—they they spend you know less than a dollar on it. Um, however, one out of every hundred people is called a whale. And this is someone who just gets sucked into the game and they end up spending like $10,000 on it. And that is actually the market that, uh, these, these free to play games are, 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 are trying to access. It's, it's the, it's the minority of whales that apparently have way too much of an addictive personality and way too much, um, uh, uh money that they can just spend on on absolute bullshit so anyway uh my my thinking is that you know what uh, i don't think that it's necessarily the companies that are being predatory um in this i think that the uh the the economic arena itself uh, is what makes the companies have to behave in a predatory way, because that is the only way that they can actually be profitable in this in this economic landscape that exists on on mobile. Now, uh, I I don't think that this is the future of gaming, uh, because I think it's 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 predatory, and I think that over over time, um, people will just kind of more or less check out from it. Uh, because it, it appears to be something that is that is harmful. Um, it's kind of like how, uh, from, like, evolutionary biology, um, if a if a meme is harmful, then it cannot persist, because it, it harms the gene, and the gene is what creates the meme. So, uh, I think that, m- for the most part, I think that maybe mobile games will die, whereas if you look at the rest of video games... Um, they they keep being around, uh, and they don't seem to be particularly harmful to the genome. So I think that, you know, gaming in general will, will persist, much like how um, you know films have persisted. But mobile games, no, I think uh, I think that might be kind of a bubble. I think that uh, in like, eventually, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think eventually uh, they, uh, at, le- at least the the fucking um, trying to harpoon the whale aspect of it will will have to uh, go away. I don't think it's sustainable.
3: That you know, and, and that makes a lot of sense. I like your analogy uh, with uh, the evolution of biology that dovetails into that. Uh,
1: Breaker,
0: what what say you? I I know that you love mobile games.
2: Uh, I think there's like an explicitly exploitative aspect to like the ex, like the whale harpoon strategy of businesses. Basically, it's kind of heavily implying that we want people with impulse control and gambling addiction problems to play this game primarily. <laughs> That's what we're explicitly looking for, to exploit ill people.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the the most tragic thing is that um the strategy of the mobile games has actually moved over to more traditional games. Like I know that uh what is it like like a, the Star Wars Battlefront and the and the um uh like i don't know the fortnite or some shit uh they all have like loot yes. boxes
3: yeah so so ea uh has been terrible
1: and fortnite's another one of those games that's just yeah
0: well and the worst thing is that uh, a lot of these games are targeted towards kids and loot boxes it's it's a slot machine and so you're you're actually you're you're getting the kids when they're young when they don't even understand what gambling is, and you're introducing them to that. I <laughs> that seems like a like a like a bad idea.
3: It's genius. It's genius. Start them while they're young, you know? And hey, and then they learn the lessons earlier, right?
0: Right, yeah. No, sorry, it's it's not a bad idea. It's a fucking brilliant idea for profits. Yes.
3: Yeah, and then the, the children will evolve <laughs> to understand that it's a scam. They totally won't be, you know, like absolutely encompassed by this game, and it just consumes their whole life.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, they'll grow it, out of it. It 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 definitely uh, won't start up uh, a lifelong gambling addiction. Certainly not.
3: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I mean, do not gay give your children. Capitalism. Yes, do and do not definitely do not give your children tablets under the age of like God, I don't know, ten. I mean, what what, what are your guys' take on this? If I were to have children, I definitely would not want my kids having a phone in their hand when they're super young. Uh,
2: I mean, if I personally were in a position where I would be having children, I would be living like the fucking Amish. My children wouldn't even know what sugar was until they were 18.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I, I think that... uh, uh, the the internet is probably bad for a young mind, and I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that I like I did kind of grow up with the internet, but the internet was a lot shittier back when I was younger, and so it wasn't like as appealing as it is today.
3: Yes, yes, but you know, it, it it was so much better because we really got to understand. The beginning of the internet and we really got to see the first memes and just the first of everything. I mean, I remember as a kid getting on YouTube and it was so exciting because it was so new and it was like the wild west and people were just making random kind of weird memey videos. And it was just such a good time. Um, and it wasn't fast, you know, it wasn't uh, instant gratification like it is today. Everything loaded much, much slower And uh, you can only watch uh, so many things in a short period of time. But it was just, it was absolutely amazing. And I feel bad for the younger generations today who just have what we have now.
0: Well, right. And now a lot of it's been corporatized. And uh, I guess uh, the big institutions have found the, they've basically solved, they've solved the game and they've, and they found the best way to, to get like high click through rates and retain watch time and all this kind of stuff and it's yes. it's, it's it's like a yeah. solved game at this point and it's it's no longer it's no longer nearly as cool as it used to be like it used to be a lot edgier yeah
3: yeah 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 it, 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 yeah it's yeah it's not it's, yeah. yep but now uh it, it's almost like we are being controlled by our own creation where before we were controlling that creation so it's it's very sad
0: Hey, I mean, you know, uh, if if you can if you can spend hours watching uh, YouTube videos for free, then uh, the videos are not the product. You are so. Um, but yes, uh, but, get your VPN right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get your uh, uh, get your um, uh, raid Shadow Legends VPN uh, installed on your computer. One hundred percent.
3: Don't forget to turn on your Fortnite and, uh, and Star Wars Battlefront VPN today.
0: (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, like, I, I remember the first advice animal. It was, um, it was the, it was the, the advice puppy or the advice dog, and it was just a picture of a dog, and it had, like, like a, like a rainbow thing around it, and it would just give you, like, really shit advice, like, um... Uh, it, it was like, a, did you know that you can fertilize your lawn with mortar with with, with used uh, motor oil or whatever? And it was just just really shit advice, but it was coming from a puppy and so it made it funny. Uh, I that that was that was a long time ago. And I guess I guess we're, we're all a little bit uh, old now because uh, the, the memes, the memes have evolved. and now I think uh, a, a lot of memes, or at least at least some memes, um, like the, the highest grade of comedy, is just uh like someone someone screaming. I think that that is that's pretty that's still pretty top tier for, for memes. Just a, a guy a guy screaming.
3: Some guy just screaming. Uh makes me think of Eric Andre, totally uh god, just not a funny show, I'm sorry to anyone who is a fan. I just don't think it's funny.
0: Yeah, I, I never got into that one. Although uh, uh breaker, you uh uh you've watched uh some adult swim in your time, haven't you? Adult Adult Swim
1: Adult Swim <laughs>
2: <clears throat> Yeah, I remember the old I was there when the original Adult Swim and Space Goes Coast to Coast. I think before Adult Swim they had like these vintage cartoon blocks like black and white after night type of things. That it was just really old cartoons. That were like the footage was really grainy because it was straight off the freaking film. What's your uh, uh,
0: what's what's your favorite uh, show that has ever been on Adult Swim? I, an Adult
2: Swim specific show would probably have to be Rick and Morty. Oh, Morty, we, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Morty. You just gotta do it, Morty. You just gotta do. It. Oh, jeez, Rick, I don't know about this. Just trust me, Morty. Just do it. Just do it.
0: Uh, the uh, uh, you know the the thing the thing that people have to realize is that actually Rick and Morty is a very high IQ show and exactly. I, forget, I forget I forget the rest of the meme but
3: so if mean, yeah, your see, IQ see, is too
0: low you got to get the fuck out.
3: <laughs> see uh, speaking of low IQ uh, this whole time I thought when you said Adult Swim you were talking about like when the kids aren't allowed in the pool you know when only adults are allowed to
1: swim.
2: <laughs> Well, that would be the
0: matter-of-fact description of that. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, I want to say this, and I this is very important for me to communicate to the entire audience. Um, to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. The humor is extremely subtle, and without a solid grasp of theoretical physics, most of the jokes will go over a typical viewer's head there's also Rick's nihilistic Outlook which is deftly woven into his characterization his personal philosophy draws draws heavily from Nar Nara Nara Naya uh, vol- literature for instance the fans understand this stuff they have the intellectual capacity to truly appreciate the depths of these jokes to realize that they're not just funny they something su- they, they say something deep about life as a consequence people who dislike Rick and Morty truly are idiots of course they wouldn't appreciate, for instance, the humor in Rick's existential catchphrase, Wubba Lubba dub, dub which itself is a cryptic reference to Turganov's Russian epic Fathers and Sons. I'm smirking right now just imagining one of these addle-pated simpletons scratching their heads in confusion as Dan Harmon's genius wit unfolds itself on their television screens. Uh, screens, what fools, how I pity them. So, yeah, just, I just wanted to, to get that out there.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, God. Yeah, I guess I forgot. I forgot how galaxy brain the people who watch Rick and Morty are.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, canonically,
2: wobble Up a Dub in the actual show is actually bird person's bird
0: language for "Please help me. I am hurting inside." <laughs> that's true. That is true. I actually I've seen every episode myself. I mean, I, I don't think it's like the best show that's ever
1: existed, but it is entertaining.
3: um speaking of a really good show peep show i don't know if either of you have seen that amazing
0: i've seen a few episodes yeah that's it's very british so good very british humor yes yes <clears throat> um you're very british like so good of a card
2: <laughs> you're acting like a bunch of
0: oh yeah yeah i mean I I I I know that reference and you know what, to be fair, maybe they were acting like a bunch of um Krauts.
2: <laughs>
0: Unfortunately he had a friend
2: named Kraut and T. Academics, please respond. This is Kraut and T calling. We're trying to take down the alt-right. With our lifestyles of the rich and famous.
0: Oh god, it, that was such... <laughs> so, I, I, forget, I forget how many years ago this was, but uh, for anyone that doesn't know, um, there was this YouTuber called Kraut and, T, and of course he was a German guy, and of course... He
2: still exists! He's still doing shit, believe
0: it or not! <laughs> okay, that's like saying that, uh, that Andy Worski is still doing shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe, but they're not relevant. <clears throat> Uh, so by YouTube standards, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, so, so, uh, I'll say it again. There was, uh, this German YouTuber called Krautenty, and, um, uh, it, he, he caused a, a trash fire, uh, that lit up, uh, the right side of the internet for a bit, and, uh, it was very entertaining because what he did was he went after, uh, not just the alt right, but specifically race realism and, um, I'm not going to stand here and say who is correct or who is wrong or more correct or less wrong or whatever but uh he 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 wasn't really prepared to take on uh race realism because like he thought he thought it, it would it would go like uh he thought it would go better for him that he would just walk in and be like haha these people are immoral I win and it it didn't happen like how he planned it cuz he's a german and uh, that's what germans do uh so yeah, very very entertaining um, period in the internet in the internet.
1: Very intriguing. Yay! But uh,
0: my my favorite thing that uh, ever came out on Adult Swim uh, was not actually an Adult Swim uh, original, but it was uh, they used to air it. It was a uh, Fully Cooley. That was more like the um, anime block. Yeah, dude, that never,
3: ne- never heard of that.
0: Uh, fully I think is probably one of the best animes ever made. I would say like number one, obviously Cowboy Bebop, Tr- phenomenal. And then I think number two, Fully uh, Coolie. I is guess
1: extremely. We'll need to, check it out.
0: Yeah. Um, to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand "ooly cooly." The humor is of extremely subtle. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I better be careful though. I don't think that's made for
2: me. Unless you've read Deleuze and Guattari's A Thousand Plateaus," you will not get the reference of the iron flattening out the wrinkles of the brain, so you can't think.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you, thank you, Breaker, for for really understanding the nuance.
3: I um I I really liked it when Adult Swim uh, released Sam Hyde's show. I forgot what it was called. Oh, a million uh, dollars stream. Yeah, MDE. Yeah, MDE. Um, after they took him down, I kind of abandoned Adult Swim. I don't know. It kind of pissed me off, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this anymore. They uh they really dig my boy Sam Hyde.
0: I mean, to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand Sam Hyde.
3: You really do. You really do, and you know. But one question I keep asking myself is, how does he keep getting away with it?
0: Um, I mean, here's the thing. You know, uh, how many school shootings has he been behind at this point? God,
3: dude, so too many. many to count. I mean, so you know, let let's see. What was the uh, the sandist, Hookley? Um, you had the. Y, y- Yuval Diaz, uh, god, that most recent one, there's tons.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The uh the uh the uh, uh the Virginia Tech shooting back in the day, I think the original Columbine. You would think that they would just fucking arrest him already. What the, what the fuck are the police doing?
1: How does he keep getting
3: away with it? That meme is so funny, oh my god. <laughs> There was a um, there was a uh, uh, like a, a Muslim attack. Uh, this was years back by some you know Islamic extremist, and a uh, meme came out and it was like the attacker has been identified as Samuel Hayed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah, that that kind of turned me turned me away decently from Adult Swim. I just. And also, uh, Tim and Eric—they're like apparently really big on the uh, board of Adult Swim and controlling. And Tim and Eric—they're not bad, but I don't know. Just there's too much politics with it.
1: Um.
0: So uh, another another thing that I happened to write down was that uh, uh I think that so I was I was listening to um to the To the Timcast, uh, it was the it was the Friday Timcast, and they had on a uh, I guess a, the guy called himself a a pro life libertarian. I think his name was Austin Peterson. Um, so I guess and, and but he was he was an agnostic. He like, was he wasn't a Christian. So he's a he's a pro life atheist libertarian. And I was trying to think about, like, the internal logical structure that would allow that to be possible, and I couldn't. Abortion violates the NAP. I well, I mean,
2: actually, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess like, I. Could how see is that. the blastocyst trying to harm you?
0: <laughs> well, no, it's trying to harm the mother by sucking up her, uh, her like energy and 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 uh, minerals and vitamins and, and stuff.
2: Okay, well, if you define, like, reproduction as an act of aggression, then we all go extinct.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, no, no one said that it had to make uh, sense, because I think uh, a lot of uh, the NAP doesn't make any sense to begin with, but uh, theoretically, uh, a woman could get pregnant, and but here's the thing, she only ever um, consented to sex. She did not consent to uh, the, the baby. Uh, so technically speaking, the baby is the aggressor because it, 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 latches on and it fucking sucks all, all of the nutrients out of her so it can grow. And the mother never has a say in any of this. The fetus never asked the mom, Hey mom, can I like, you know, take a whole bunch of your calories for the next nine months? Um, the fetus never asked. It did so forcibly. Ergo, actually abortion is the correct response via the NAP. There you go.
2: Okay, well, if the mother made an informed, consensual decision to reproduce in the first place, knowing that's the consequence, then technically that's a type of natural law contract.
0: No, because the mother, yeah, the mother um, took uh, birth control and also had the the her mate wear a condom, but unfortunately the condom Ah. broke and the sperm got through, and so she did everything in her power to not get pregnant, and then she did, so she did not consent.
3: Hmm. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's movies, yeah. yeah, it's an assault A baby.
0: Yeah, it's an assault
2: baby.
3: Ban assault, assault babies. Ban
2: assault <laughs> <Yes.
3: laughs> <laughs> No, for real though. Uh, with this with this whole Roe v. Wade decision uh, on Dobbsu Jackson, you know, we just the liberals need to calm down. No one is coming for your abortions. We just want common sense abortion control, mandatory background checks, complete with mental health evaluation, <laughs> must be placed. <laughs> Must be placed in the National uh, Abortion Registry, $200 tax stamp, and a one year wait period. Outlaw assault abortions after the first trimester and limit the number you can have. No one needs more than one abortion.
0: <laughs> and a one year wait period. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Exactly. That's like the one hundred thousand dollar gun permit. <laughs> Actually, you know what?
0: You know what? I I think I think that I think all conservatives will be able to agree to abortion across the board if there's a one year wait period. Well, there you go. Because technically, Woo! at that point, it would be
2: just murder anyway. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Oh man! <laughs> and
2: put the tax stamp on the bitch's forehead so that everyone knows.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, I saw uh, uh, a want... uh, breaker. Right? I think that in, in a previous uh, in a previous episode, uh, you actually you alluded to something very similar. You wanted, you wanted. Yeah, all...
2: actually, I did. Unironically, like the National Abortion Registry, I actually did advocate for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah there has to be background yeah, checks too how many have you had
2: yeah i yeah so that like any potential mate she has in the future can look over her registry of abortions and be like hey you've aborted like 10 babies i don't know if i want to even try to reproduce with you fuck off
3: yeah <laughs> Yo, you're reaching your limit you're reaching your limit of high capacity babies i don't know
2: <laughs> Jesus. okay here's a compromise <laughs> after the 10th abortion she gets like a subway gift card
3: oh yeah <laughs> it's like a prize you know it's it's like uh collecting enough cigarette packs so you get that that free prize or something uh yeah you know you get enough abortions and you get a you get to go to subway and maybe the one who survived gets to get uh you know he gets to meet jerry fogel of subway or something i don't know
0: no i think i, I think that you want to wait a minute
1: oh not a good idea. <laughs> but no, no, I'm sorry. no. The,
0: the 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 kids aren't going to exist anyway. It's it's fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think uh there was a uh, uh there was a like a YouTube video of like uh like some some guy like asking um lefty protesters about uh you know like kind of like like a man on the street interview but with lefties who are currently protesting. And they were shouting, my, my body, my choice, my body, my choice. And the guy goes, hey, you know what? I totally agree with you. You know, like, yeah, 100%, my body, my choice. So um, uh, in an unrelated issue, uh, what, what was your perspective on, on, on the COVID vaccine mandates? And they went, oh, I, I don't want to talk about that.
3: Yep. Yep. Typically, typically, the side who does not want to engage in a conversation is the one who's wrong. Um, so...
0: My body, my choice, but only if it's a baby. If it's the government forcing you to get a vaccine, then it's government's body, government's well, choice. You,
3: you, you see, the difference is, with vaccine mandates, this is government imposing, mandating you have to have a medical procedure done. Not allowing abortion is not forcing anyone to have a medical procedure done. Now, some people on the left will say, oh, well... It's forcing birth. No, that's not what it's doing. But it's saying you are not allowed to have the specific medical procedure, uh, you know, before or after a certain point, you know, depending on the state. So, yeah,
0: right. I mean, there's there's many, many, many ways uh, that you can do uh, contraception without uh, contraception via abortion. So, you know, whatever.
3: Yep. Yep, and and, and, and interestingly enough, Planned Parenthood, uh, they don't give people, they don't give women enough birth control. They should give women more birth control. Um, They perform far too many abortions, in my opinion. And, you know, personally, I think that's probably because of the the industry of, you know, fetal cells, scientific research. And I'm not opposed to scientific research. I just, I don't know if we should be obtaining these cells through abortions. Uh, Yeah.
0: That's actually something that I don't know about. I, I was unaware that we were getting cells through abortions. I mean, I, I guess it is a good yeah, source. Yeah, of them.
3: yeah it's, it's a very good source of, of fetal cells uh, for stem cells and for various other regenerative uh, research and, and stuff like that. So it's actually a massive industry. General, you should really look into it because I know that's definitely uh, well within your, your wheelhouse, so to speak.
0: Well, you know, but then again, um how is it that we're going to make uh Bill Gates and Joe Biden live forever uh if if we don't uh, inject them with with baby cells? I mean, come on. Like we have to be humane here. What about George Soros? We need him to live forever.
3: Uh so long, please. Yeah, I hope he lives a thousand years.
0: As I mean, which is about uh how long Joe Biden has been alive.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like it. Um I love the I love oh, the cheats. I love the little uh-huh. cheat sheets they give him, and he actually showed one to the press, I believe, about a week ago, that said, like, oh. you walk up and you give an introduction.
0: <laughs> you do
3: this and you do that.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. What the fuck? Oh, man, so bad. Can you can you imagine anyone trying to give Trump that card? He would have fucking thrown it back in their face and said, I do what I want.
3: Uh, well, the media Whatever. would be absolutely bombasting him the media would just kill him if, if he was given cards like that like he's like a little baby look like how much of a
2: bumbling fool trump is <laughs> but when it's biden it's like i'm perfectly fine with this <laughs> yeah that's pretty well, much biden it is very goes. elderly. he needs a little bit of extra help you know like he's a very elderly man you know he needs a little bit of extra help on the cue card I mean, you know these press conferences and public appearances by the president they're very complex events that there's a lot of moving parts and you, it helps to have like crib notes to know exactly what to do and where mm. to stand because the secret service is constantly trying to protect you
0: <laughs> that's true that's just facts um so uh uh, I've, I've, I've gone over this, uh, in, in, a previous show and I, I have my, uh, my opinion here and, uh, Breaker knows my opinion, but, uh, uh, Jesus. Um, so, uh, uh, two, two questions. Uh, first one, uh, DeSantis, uh, versus Trump, who, who would you prefer, uh, uh, would, would get in, in, uh,
3: 2024? Oof. Oof, this is a really hard question. Um. You know, I I I so badly I want to say Trump just because I want to own the libs. I just I want to own them so bad. Um at the same time though, I think he's getting too old. Um it, 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 if I had to vote today in the primary, I think I think I might vote DeSantis. I I think it's going to be very good for the Republican Party having someone who's younger. Uh, In the White House, it's going to be incredibly refreshing. He would be the youngest president in a very, very long time. Um, I think DeSantis, but that's tough. That's tough, you know, because you've raised up, you've raised interesting uh, questions before about his loyalty uh, to the establishment. You know, is he anti-establishment enough? And I don't know, but I probably still would pick DeSantis. How about you?
0: So I think uh, my perspective here is that I that my golden ticket, my favorite thing, would be if you had uh, Trump, Desantis, Desantis being the vice president uh, for the twenty twenty four, and then Desantis and and then and then Desantis uh, uh, goes on to run and win in a twenty twenty eight and twenty thirty two, uh, and he does a full eight years Irish. after that.
3: Too fiery. I think I think if Trump picks someone, I think he should probably pick someone more like Glenn Youngkin. And interestingly enough, I've actually heard mumblings that uh, Trump is talking with Glenn Youngkin about possibly being a VP. I think he needs someone to contrast him, and DeSantis and Trump are both really fiery. So I, I think it might be best if he actually picks someone, Trump being, if he picks someone who's just a little bit more reserved, you know, a little bit more conservative in that sense um and Glenn Youngkin someone like Glenn Youngkin I think would be a very good pick. That's uh, a, uh and,
0: that's yeah. that's Youngkin the uh, the current governor of Virginia, correct?
3: Current gl- current governor of Virginia is doing a great job by the way, but he also could pick, you know, I think if he picks a uh a, a female person of color or a, or a person of color in general, um an actual person of color not, you know, like a Kamala Harris, like someone who's actually a person of <laughs> color. Um I think that would be good, too. But again, the be best of it is someone who kind of contrasted him just a little bit. Not too much. It doesn't need to be too much of a contrast, but just a good
0: bit. I'll tell you what, if he uh, if this would never happen, but if he actually got Tulsi Gabbard in uh, to be his running mate, I think it, that would you, blow up.
3: Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard I think would be a great pick. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he's thought about it. You know, Candace Owens I think be great, but she's uh, she's a little bit too fiery and she doesn't have political experience, so it, it, it's really hard. But you know, the field is kind of tight. There's not really a lot of people to pick from. And you know, if you take DeSantis, well, then you're losing him from Florida. You know, you can't really take Glenn Youngkin either. He, he's he just got elected in Virginia. It, it, it's really tough. There's not that many people. I mean, who else? Rand Paul? That you know, that's that's, oh, a, that's oh a my potential. oh my
0: god, dude, Rand Paul as vp with trump yeah yeah i would take that ticket fuck yeah
3: he's so fiery though he's so fiery though what about rand paul as the president
0: okay what 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 about this uh what if we what if conservatives uh stop giving a shit about being too fiery like for instance uh the the, the the what came out of the supreme court this week was quite uh fiery it was muy caliente but you know what maybe that's the kind of shit that we need fuck you, you know what the, the conservatives keep trying to appeal to the left. They're like, Hey, Hey, like, like, can we, we'll, we'll try to be like more moderate, so Like maybe we can get like fucking one vote from you guys. No, fuck these people. Uh, we don't give a shit about these people. Uh, that's my position. And I want to, I want to say this, um, <clears throat> in, in my perspective, I think that Trump did a phenomenal job when we were not in a pandemic. And I think that DeSantis did a phenomenal job when we were in a pandemic. Uh, And uh, actually, Trump kind of shat the bed during the pandemic. He did not do a good job. But all I'm saying is that, uh, you know, assuming that we're not going to be in a pandemic in 2024, I think that actually Trump is probably the better option. Now, I'll tell you what, if monkeypox happens uh, and fucking everyone gets it, in that case, I think DeSantis is the better pick because he has proven himself to be really good at pandemics uh, because of the way that he governed Florida during COVID.
3: But just uh, aside from that, because that's probably not going to happen who would you pick trump or desantis the, no no pandemics it's just 2024 no, and it, just, it is what it is i i,
0: I think trump. i i think i i have to pick trump uh because not not only did he he show himself to be able to stand up on the on the international stage to 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 like china which is our, our, our largest adversary uh he was he was able to uh, effectively uh control migration uh, uh, illegal uh, immigration obviously he didn't get it down to zero obviously didn't finish building his wall but um because he was able to curtail immigration, I think that that was actually a major reason why it is that um, so many working class Americans saw uh, an increase in their wages. In fact, uh, one of the groups that benefited the most from uh, Trump era policies was um, poor African-Americans because they faced less competition uh, from um, migrants coming into the country. Yes, uh, Yeah. highest,
3: every- highest, highest labor, labor force participation in recorded history history among African Americans under Trump.
0: And I, I think that uh uh Trump Trump has has more fire than DeSantis does when it comes to um just really hating the shit out of uh the establishment in DC. Uh I think that uh yep. you you give Trump another chance. He's he's going <clears> to <throat> he, he's he's going to he's going to there's uh I it it, it fire. There's going to be a lot of fire. Uh and it's going to be cool.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's right. Yeah, I, I, you see, I get it. I, I get both sides, but I think he's so controversial, and, and I, I, I know this argument has been made before, and you know, ultimately, uh, being controversial is just having an R after your name. So it doesn't matter if it's Trump, DeSantis, or Glenn Youngkin, or Rand Paul, or any other Republican, for that matter. It's going to be controversial. But Trump, in particular, really gets people riled up. And that's because the media just can't get enough of him. Now, that that might be uh, a good thing for Trump. It might be a, a good strategic point And, you know, to the Democrats detriment. But I don't know.
0: Now, uh, Breaker, which one which one do you choose? If you had to choose, we have to choose one. You can't you can't vote for um, uh, what's his name? The, the guy that wears the hat. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> no, the other hat. Um, uh, 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 hey, you know- the Supreme guy. You can't vote for for the yeah. uh, for, for the Supreme guy. If you have to choose, you have to tell me your preference. Which one would you rather, DeSantis or Trump?
2: Well, I I still don't have to pick either because presumably Joe Biden's right again. I'm just voting for Biden. Fuck it, I'm voting for the funniest
0: pick. <laughs> oh dear god oh come on breaker like biden is is funny in okay here's the difference trump is like a comedian right you laugh with him biden is like uh like the three stooges you laugh at him uh but also it uh you know you you drive a truck breaker Do, do you really want gas prices to continue to be this high
2: I don't pay for it. There's a company trucks to f- double fuck it.
0: <laughs> Alright, full-blown nihilism. Let's go. <laughs> uh, come on,
1: Breaker. You have to pick one.
2: Yeah, I don't, give a, I don't give a shit about Republicans anymore. I've had enough of all this crap. Fuck this. Burn it down as fast as possible. Fuck it all. I
0: don't care. Oh, I see. Oh, Jim- I see. Breaker, you're an accelerationist. What you're saying is that you actually want to elect the worst possible leaders. You want to give Biden a second chance, and then after that, you want to have eight years of Hillary Clinton and just fucking run it until the entire thing burns down, and then uh, that will accelerate us towards the revolution of whatever it is that you actually want.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> Tough decision. Tough decision.
2: I mean, I'm probably never voting again, in all honesty, because democracy is bullshit, and I've stopped caring.
3: Man, full-blown nihilism. You are black-pilled.
1: I don't believe in
2: democracy anyway, so why would I give a shit?
0: okay uh what what system would you prefer over democracy or actually we don't even li- live really in a, in a democratic system we live in a a constitutional republic with some democratic uh, features for representation but other than what, what is the better system
2: most realistically, probably what is most realistic to actually happen is a full- blast military dictatorship after the country collapses <laughs>
0: Are, okay, you're saying that's more realistic, but is that what you prefer?
2: What I prefer is something like so vastly unrealistic that I don't really give it much thought, honestly. Well, what is that? Like, there is no fucking monarchies anymore. That's not. That's never going to exist again. The only way a, something like a monarchy would ever exist again is after the military dictatorship, and whoever's the biggest swinging dick just makes their son the next in line and it just goes from there that's how a monarchy organically arises
0: that's true okay all right so um basically uh, allow the system to collapse through accelerationism uh institute a um some sort of a authoritarian um military-led government uh, whoever is the top dog the chief general or whatever um, starts a dynasty and uh, they just kept they just keep electing um the progeny of that you have a like like a, a monarchistic um uh, a lineage that runs the country um, and uh, we I mean basically uh, north North korea
2: Well, the only thing keeping North Korea alive is it's basically a vassal communist laboratory for China. If it wasn't for China supporting it, it wouldn't still exist. They would all just starve to death.
0: I mean, more than they already are, yeah.
2: Yeah, even more so than they already are. (laughs) I think North Korea only exists as like a how bad can we make communism laboratory for China? That's the only reason it's still there.
0: I mean, to be fair, you have to have a very high IQ to understand uh, Kim Jong-un.
2: Well, Kim Jong-un is basically a god, so I think you're you're getting a little, little too big for your britches there, thinking that you could ever understand such an exalted figure such as he.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what? That is true. It's a god. My my feeble human mind cannot even try to comprehend the, the glory. Yeah. He, he doesn't even poop, of Exactly <laughs> and uh, He is
2: the supreme being
0: <laughs> so uh, uh uh jesus you uh you you kind of uh, uh believe in some semblance of a god, right?
3: Uh, yeah I have my moments um i i yeah, you know I do believe in a higher power, I don't know what it is, I, I, I guess I'm Christian by proxy and I wasn't really raised Christian, but, you know, I, I, I pray it, I, I try to pray just because it's good. You know, I try to wake up in the morning, and just say a prayer, thank the universe or God for all my blessings and, you know, my good fortune and whatnot. Uh, just cause a little bit of gratitude, I think goes a long way, but, um, I, I, I don't know if it's, whimsical beings in the sky um multi-dimensional beings or if we are an experiment by uh y- you know some other extraterrestrial creatures in our universe or if we're in a simulation but ultimately yes i do believe that there is some force uh, much greater than us and i i also think that uh creationism and evolution uh will intersect at some point
0: hmm so uh yeah i think uh i i believe that there are uh entities that exist that are far more powerful and far smarter than than mankind and um it's 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 not actually within our purview to fully understand these these entities uh so and an example of one of these entities would be uh nature itself right i've i've been saying this for a while but uh Nature itself is—it's uh, a—it's a very old, uh, seemingly very wise entity that uh, is smarter than humans because uh, I mean, fucking a uh, number one, it created us, and then number two, uh, it can evolve bacteria faster than we can actually engineer ways to kill them, uh, and uh, it also—we uh, are under its thumb because we are—we are. Uh, we are uh, we are DNA based creatures that uh are are operating within uh, Darwinian natural selection, uh it is effectively impossible for us to escape nature. And so in many ways, uh this is basically a god. Even though I, I have I have said nothing mystical about this, there's no um uh, supernatural force here, um at all but still effectively uh, by by all definitions it's it's effectively a god
3: the earth is our god is that essentially what you're saying
0: uh, more like the um the broad search algorithm that is dna that is that is what life is essentially the earth is a rock the the
3: the the, the overarching mechanism by which nature does its thing is god
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah pretty much or, or it's, well, it's it's a god uh, it's a god there could be yes other
3: gods. yeah it yeah i mean th- that's a very interesting perspective i'm actually listening to a very interesting book right now called slave species of the gods and it's about the anunnaki uh and the sumerian the sumerians and uh that was the epicenter of the extraterrestrial beings who uh, came to earth and essentially enslaved us to mine gold. And, uh, it's all interesting stuff. And I, I'm taking it all with a grain of salt, but it is intriguing to listen to. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, there is like an actual Judeo Christian, you know, whimsical, uh, god if we were created by other alien species in the universe if we're in a simulation i i'm not i'm not going to be surprised by anything it's just whatever the result is that's just yep that's what it is It could be anything
0: i i like i i like the idea of the, the the gold mining aliens that actually sounds pretty chill uh, yeah, they, well it, they they were like shit, uh fuck our our currency has collapsed, uh all right, we we need to get gold. Uh who has gold? Uh Earth Earth has some gold. All right, let, let's go there.
3: Yeah. Well, it's pretty interesting because uh the writer essentially ties in, well, if you really think about it, what is most deep rooted in, in human history? Slavery and gold. Uh nothing goes back farther in human history than those two things. Well, yeah, prostitution. And
0: that's, that's... Probably prostitution. I mean, maybe rape. I don't.
3: I don't know about prostitution. That prostitution is a. I like. Well, I'm sure so. Yeah, but uh,
2: chimpanzees yeah. engage in prostitution.
3: Really, I did not know this. This is all novel to me.
2: Yeah, they actually did a primatology experiment with chimpanzees, and they they gave chimpanzees like these freaking coins that would operate a banana vending machine, but and they gave all the chimpanzees, males and females, an equal number of coins but all the males did was they gave all their coins to the females
0: to fuck <laughs> <laughs> One wow. one fuck for one banana You know what, that's a that's pretty good going price
3: Yeah, I was gonna say um, could we like maybe bring that to our
0: society? Yeah, we should have a banana-based economy.
3: <laughs> they are pretty good, you know. Even if you freeze them and you blend them up with some milk uh, on your porridge. Bananas
2: hey, are, you are nature's candy bars.
3: <laughs> Na- nature's candy. Yeah, hey,
2: that- indeed they are.
1: Nature's currency. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I I think that... Uh, I although it is it is possible that that aliens have, have come to Earth and it is possible that some of the uh the like the weird UFO shit that we've that we've seen in the last couple of years that, that it could be aliens. I mean shit like it, 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 it could be that uh that actually it's it's the zoo hypothesis, right? That basically um there's aliens everywhere but they're like uh they're they're not showing themselves to us or, or keeping themselves hidden because they wanna you know, keep us just contained in our little uh, um, exhibit and, uh, you know, we're, we're just here to be like a zoo. That's possible, but uh, it just, it seems to me like unless we're living in a zoo and they're specifically intentionally hiding from us, it's weird that we haven't seen any any uh, evidence for, for life out there. Um, and you know, this, this has to do with the Fermi paradox, but it just,
3: well, but how, how would we be able to discern life if, if we're not even out in the universe? I mean, our telescopes, although we're able to see many things, I don't think, I, don't, I, I, I think that humans, I think us humans are taking the cart before the horse here saying, well, there's no sign of life. Uh, so I don't think we've been looking for long enough to discern that.
0: Well, okay, but um, you would, in theory, like. Okay, it's hypothesized that at the very least humans might start constructing a Dyson swarm. Uh, maybe Dyson, no.
3: Well, no, because cold, cold fusion is going to be developed way before anyone can do a Dyson sphere.
0: Uh, I think that cold fusion might actually be one of those things that that just it's not it never ends up being a thing because
3: i uh, i disagree there i i i don't i don't see there's just no way. Okay. There's, there's just no way. I mean, I, I, I just – I don't see it. Um, but, you know, at the same point, you, you make a good point because uh, scientists are always just 10 years away from that breakthrough discovery when we're able to solve cold fusion or solve diabetes or solve asthma or whatever it is. Oh, it's just a few years away right around the corner. It, it never comes
0: well, I, I actually I would say that at this point um we're much closer to regular uh hot fusion than we are to cold fusion. I think that the cold fusion was kind of like it was an idea that someone had and it hasn't really turned out. I think that we're we're actually with the um with the the, the tokamak reactors I think that we're we're getting actually a lot closer to being able to uh have a sustainable um fusion power. Uh however, even that I believe <clears throat> Uh, requires, uh, I think, both uh, tritium and deuterium. And so it's not like you could just put seawater into the reactor and just have infinite energy. Like, you have to isolate um, these isotopes of hydrogen and put them into the reactor. And so basically, I think that at the end of the day, you might actually have to end up building... A Dyson swarm, anyway, because eventually we'll run out of um, de- deuterium and tritium uh, here on Earth. So eventually, you end up build- building a Dyson swarm. Now, maybe a Dyson sphere is is like maybe that's that's way too fucking extreme. Maybe you just go with a swarm or or a bubble or whatever. But the point is, is that uh, we don't see any evidence. Of Dyson spheres, Dyson swarms, Dyson bubbles, or any sort of uh, Dysons, except for you know Dyson vacuums that a lot of people have, but uh, out there in the cosmos, those are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Actually, my, my girlfriend has one. Out, but, out there, yeah, out there in the cosmos, Dyson vacuums are everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, um, they're a main a main unit of trade, but uh, uh, yeah, we, we don't we don't see any evidence of of, of Dyson uh, anything out there um, when it comes to stars. So, but.
3: I I just, I think it would be far too much of a coincidence. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense that all religious texts, all everything regarding the origins of religion, like, it all points to beings in the skies. I don't think we were just hallucinating. I, I just don't. Honestly, I really don't. I think all religions um, are based on... Potentially uh, extraterrestrial beings um, from this universe, other dimensions, whatever it may be um, from this earth, the hiding, you know, in the oceans, who knows, um, interfering that that I just I, I really do believe that there's a, there's a, a very good chance that creationism and evolution will intersect at some point. And that'll be a very hard thing to reckon with.
0: Well, um Yeah, I, I, uh, it's it's possible that something created uh like the RNA originally. I mean, that's that's possible. Um it seems as though since the advent of RNA, it's been an entirely um uh, naturalistic process that has brought, brought us here.
1: Yeah,
3: well, I have no doubt, but at the same time, it's just—it's—it's just all—it's it, 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 it's just, all, just all too crazy. Why, yeah. why, why would why would people write for thousands of years about beings coming down from the skies? It because it, uh, they were
0: tripping on fucking mushrooms, bro. They were, exp- they, were nah. they were doing DMT and they were experiencing clockwork elves and shit like that. Fuck
3: yeah. no. There's some type of meddling. That's that. That's my opinion. I. I who knows though? Who who knows? Uh,
0: you, you know how like um here in America Godzilla is Godzilla, but in Japan it's pronounced Gozira. Gozira. Well, okay. Here, here's the thing. Here in America, we we say aliens, but in Japan they would say Aryans.
3: Aryans. No. So, yeah, it's actually, Not it's, us.
0: it's the Germans. Actually, Nathan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Uh it's the it's the fucking it's the Germans that are that are that we're trying to invade this entire time. It's always <laughs> been the fucking Germans.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, actually Hitler won the war.
0: No actually actually here's the thing. Hitler Hitler has been around for the past million years. He's actually a lizard person. And uh yeah. he, he only sprung up during World War Two to make sure that the the Aryans would finally win. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. It, it, I mean, it, it's such an interesting conversation. Breaker, what's your opinion? What What do you take of all of it?
2: Okay, as far as, like, well... I have a few things that kind of, like, weirdly intersect with ancient aliens' hypothesis, but, okay, for... The most pragmatic explanation of where you mentioned like beings in the sky and all ancient religions and metaphysical systems seem to point to some being in the sky. I think that can also be very rationally explained through a type of existential dread of darkness. Like looking up at the night sky and seeing emergent complexity and pattern in star constellations, while at the same time it being the sum of all fears, which is the great unknown unknown. Like, what, what is it exactly is, is up there? And both of those two things intersecting create such a response of pure existential dread in the human that that's where religious awe originally comes from, you could hypothesize. So, they the humans put beings in the sky,
0: not the other way around. Very Lovecraftian, actually. I, I, yeah,
3: I, I've heard this before, but it, it that still doesn't explain like craft coming down from the sky, making contact with people. Um, uh, I, I do understand what you're saying though.
2: We'll also consider the cosmological framework is very different from the modern sensibility now. You're kind of projecting in this anachronistic way your modern sensibility of you know that crafts that fly, that contain people exist, so you're kind of projecting that on the past. The cosmology of the ancient people would have been very different from your modernist cosmology. Like, there's cosmology like... Seeing things in crafts, like, I, I think you're referring to, like, those Egyptian murals and some Mayan stuff where there's, like, this person inside of some type of sphere flying through the sky with a helmet on, like, those types of imagery. Yes. yeah. I think what yep. that's more referring to, yeah, it's not so much referring to as, like, a helicopter or a spacecraft or some type of flying machine, as it's referring to... The most sacred of tabernacles and the most highest and exalted of temples that that creature inhabits because these ancient people would have thought of these sky and star and planetary entities as existing in a type of celestial temple, which when they, when they, draw this out and you see it like thousands of years later now that you have a concept in your mind of what a flying machine is you look at that and you say oh that's something flying in a spaceship Where actually it's a flying grand universal temple
3: i i get what you're saying essentially worship the sky uh derive things from it that may not necessarily be there um you have uh you know, c- celestial events happening, uh, you know, comets coming through, whatever it may be, and they're making extrapolations from it and just crazy hallucination of uh, uh hairless apes who are just trying to understand where the hell they came from. I, yeah. I mean it that makes sense too. That makes sense too. Oddly enough. And I, I get that I I, I I I'm sure I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure that there is there's definitely is some of that, no doubt. But uh, how much is it all of it? I don't know.
0: Oddly enough, I think that uh, some of that might be the origin of uh, 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 lefty philosophy. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, so? just uh, you know, uh, we're all hairless apes. Uh, look up at the sky. Try to look for uh, shit that may not be there. All right. Yeah, whatever. port uh, the kids. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Well, in the lefty philosophy, like, the individual is the seat of divine eminence in, like, the Hegelian dialectical view. Ideology, like, you are the seat of the pure ideology that will transcend humanity, not the other way around, because the cosmology is inverted in the leftist grand cosmological schema.
0: Well, right, because uh, uh, according to according to lefty philosophy uh and this is like i think this is like genuinely like this is a necessary aspect of of their beliefs um essentially mankind is the highest form of being and we are supreme and there's nothing smarter than us and we eventually will know everything which is uh retarded but you know whatever And not merely that humans
2: transcend or are some exalted creature above nature, it's that the ideal human is transcendent and above nature, not necessarily any individual instance. So when they speak of humanity, it's in a very collectivistic sense it's not any individual is an exalted godlike being it's that the idealized humanity itself at some future hegelian zenith will be a perfect coalition of pure social man and the very concept of individuality will be no more
0: once once we have finished science yes they're going to
1: complete
3: german science be finished
0: i uh, well no but I think that in, in lefty philosophy, it's like, yes, you can complete science, and then we will become more powerful than, than nature. I. It's not science, by the way. Science is just a means to an end. They're not talking about
2: completing science. They're talking about completing german idealism they're talking about right. ratifying the yeah. ideology and science is just a means to an end at this particular juncture in history which may or may well when it's irrelevant like when they're trying to push the trans ideology science goes right at the window in case you haven't fucking noticed
3: <laughs> well, well science science is essentially like today's coping mechanism for our existence i mean previously the coping mechanism was religion today it's science uh,
0: well uh, i want to i want to say this um so let's say that uh physics uh was able to unite uh einsteinian um relativity uh with quantum mechanics and we finally got ourselves a grand unified theory um And let's say that using this grand unified theory gave us uh, much greater insights about the uh, how the universe works how how light works uh, how black holes work uh, the origins of the universe all that kind of stuff um that would still actually not help us in understanding most things because most things that you you interact with on a daily basis are complex and they have emergent properties and the grand unified theory actually does not help you understand complexity at all, and most of most of the great mysteries in science—not all of them—but I believe that most of the great mysteries of, in science, uh, especially uh, anything that is above, uh, let's say, chemistry, um, is functionally a, a problem uh, with with understanding complex systems. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's 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 one of those things where um it, it it seems unlikely that that science will ever bring us to a point where we are godlike and, and we know all. It's it just it seems effectively impossible. Unless you're a German, in which case you can just engineer your way to the best possible outcome. Well yeah, like <laughs> the idealism
2: that in German idealism is not Necessarily scientific or purely rationalistic in its articulation like you might be. You're kind of imposing a scientismic framework onto the ideology that doesn't entirely comport with it in the first place. Now, from a scientist perspective... That, that would make more sense, like what you're talking about, where, how science cannot be completed because it is just a, a, a means of interrogating reality and mankind will never have totalizing knowledge of reality itself. That would make more sense from a scientific framework, but in the ideological framework of l- epic German I- idealism, the totality of the universal cosmic human experience is actualized inevitably
0: uh yeah once once again um man germans kind of cray in more ways than
2: one (laughs) you could argue
0: bunch of that uh... could be
2: like a whole fucking show unto itself talking about that.
0: (laughs) you know what maybe we should do a show dedicated to german insanity you know, I think I think that that's that's been a long time coming.
2: You got to dig up a lot of references for that because it's fucking deep.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. I guess a little bit difficult to um, try to shit on like an entire group of people and thousands of years of history. But uh, I don't know. It's the Germans. If you if if you're going to do that towards any
1: group, I think they must be the easiest. Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so many Germans to shit on. So little time.
0: Uh. Well. Um. All right. Uh. Is there anything else uh, that you guys would uh like to discuss? Uh. And and, and uh. Whatever.
3: Well. Um. We did not get into uh, crypto cryptocurrencies. Oh
0: fuck! Oh, crypto. we didn't. Yes, yes, we agreed that we would talk a little bit about crypto. That's true. Sorry. Yay, go crypto dudes, go! All right. So yes, um, this is not financial advice, but basically take all of your savings, everyone, and just put it directly into Dogecoin. God damn it! <laughs> it's yeah, not financial that, that, advice.
3: That is that is definitely the solution to all of the ills in your life. Just. Go ahead, do it. Everything down the hole. Don't take random financial advice from internet random people. You will go bankrupt. No. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, cryptocurrency crash. um, Not that surprised, but I I definitely was not expecting things to get as low as they did. I don't know about the rest of you, but um, I I was not expecting Bitcoin to dip below 20,000. Um I was not expecting ethereum to go below a thousand
0: yeah uh, yeah i think um it it has uh in the last few days it's been trending up i think that it it might be seeing a a bounce back because i think that the correction was actually too hard um and so it's it's bouncing back now uh uh I I continue to believe that actually crypto is, uh, depending on on exactly what you're investing in, not just any crypto, but uh, I think that certain cryptos continue to be a sound investment. And in fact, from my perspective, not financial advice, uh, this might be a good buy opportunity uh, right now uh, as, as we speak. I agree
3: yeah I, I i i agree however i i could see things sliding a bit lower but how much lower i don't know um but i i think that we're closer to the bottom uh than we are to the top let's just say that um but you know what's caused this this whole terra luna debacle um general i don't know if uh, or in break i breaker i don't know if you've kind of looked into this at all but uh Seems like it was kind of just a big scam, and uh, a lot of it has to do with their uh, pegged uh, tether coin, which essentially just pegs the dollar, and when that broke, it just screwed Terra Luna and a few other cryptocurrencies. Pretty crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, there there was there was a number of bullshit cryptos. Uh, uh, the other one was uh, uh, the SIA Solana. coin. Uh, Well, maybe that, but, yeah. but the, the, the fucking SIA coin, where literally um if you if you divest like you you uh you lose uh some of your investment and so it encourages people to just continuously invest that that's literally a a, a fucking pyramid scheme i
3: i i I don't think that was Sia coin i think that was um the other one that was uh very prevalent when dogecoin was it like at parabolic levels safe moon
0: Oh, oh yeah you're right it was SafeMoon. Yeah, safe moon yeah sorry sorry
3: SafeMoon. yeah that was that somewhere. cryptocurrency was just like it looked cool at first you was like man this could really be a thing but then you really look into it and you're like i don't know about this uh see a coin is actually a, in a very interesting crypto that you know maybe it might be worth picking up in the long term but it is like just outside of the top 100 top uh, cryptocurrency i think it's like 105 right now um Steamcoin is essentially a decentralized storage system, a cloud storage system, and uh, that's 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 essentially what I know about it. It's an interesting technology, interesting uh, software, but yep, that's what it is—totally decentralized storage. Um, yeah.
0: So, okay, I want to I want to put this argument forward, and I think I, I've made this argument previously, but I'll make it again. I um, <laughs> uh, we don't know which set of cryptos will end up uh, winning in the end uh there's thousands upon thousands of cryptos obviously not all of them are going to be used as legal tender in the future and so what you're kind of looking at is is like a horse race where there's like 12 horses and you bet on one of them and you hope it's the winner because the other 11 are gonna uh, eventually lose uh so what is what if it's a dog race oh yeah it could be a doge race that's true uh but uh the uh the 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 thing about it is that uh investing in crypto is inherently risky because there are so many of them and nobody knows uh who's gonna win out in the end however um when it comes to crypto broadly speaking uh there is actually a very good argument for why it is that it 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 will probably end up overtaking the dollar and it's 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 a it's a relatively simple argument. Um, the 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 way that uh, that a that a that a uh, a market works is that everyone exchanges a currency. So right now, a lot of people are exchanging a dollar. Now, without a dollar, like if there were no dollars that existed. Um, how do I know how many pizzas it takes to buy an airplane if I'm going with a barter system? That's that's almost impossible to know exactly how many pizzas I ought pay for for an airplane. Uh, is it a, is it a thousand pizzas? Is it is it a billion pizzas? I don't know, but. Uh, with a centralized uh, currency that is used as the exchange for everything, I actually can immediately know exactly how many pizzas it takes to buy an airplane. Okay, a pizza goes for uh, $10 a pop. Airplane goes for a million dollars. Okay, great. Then it's 100,000 pizzas that can buy me the airplane. Um, this allows for incredibly efficient exchange between all goods in the market. And so the, the dollar here basically represents like, Almost like this like it's like weird thing that's in a quantum state of knowing the value of everything else and you can then use it to exchange for anything else if you happen to have pizzas or you happen to have airplanes or pencils or whatever have you. That's the interesting thing about having a currency. It's an incredibly powerful thing that makes a market way more efficient. Now, the issue with a dollar is that uh, you have, let's say, a government... Um, Adjacent entity like the Federal Reserve, who can then fuck with the value of the dollar, and what that does is it actually uh, it, it fucks with your knowledge of exactly how many how many pizzas it takes to buy an airplane. Uh, so uh, this actually causes inefficiencies in the market. Now you'll notice just about as soon as uh, someone was able to create. A, a form of of currency uh, that people could exchange that would be very, very difficult for the government to control or print more of or manipulate, uh, this kind of took off. And I think that this is actually the purpose of crypto going forward. The purpose of crypto going forward is that uh, it actually allows the market to be even more efficient than just using a dollar. And that's why I believe that actually, that in the future... Uh, cr- crypto will satisfy will satisfy these purposes, and if you look at something like Bitcoin, that's going to be uh, something that is more akin to gold. Um, it's not actually that great at, at at you know rapid exchanges, but it is a good store of value. Uh, obviously, um, it's fluctuating right now, but I think you know in the future, let's say in fifty years, I could see uh, Bitcoin being basically the next gold. Uh, whereas and this is just a, a not, not financial advice, whereas um, something like Dogecoin is actually much more amenable to rapid exchange, uh, which means that it's a much better uh, uh, standard unit of currency uh, that c- people can just easily trade. Uh, I think that uh, uh, Ethereum is also a good one. Uh, I like Doge personally because it has a picture of a dog. Fuck yeah. But um, the crypto from the perspective of the market is more efficient and better than a traditional dollar and i think in general regardless of what crypto it is crypto itself will uh, win out in the end i just wanted to put that forward yeah
3: i i yes i can see that but uh at the same time how would it completely usurp the dollar i mean doesn't the government have to have some form of centralized printing power? Um, and if they didn't, it would essentially just be a handful of Bitcoin oligarchs who control the majority of the supply. Because, you know, of course you do have problems with whales who control large swaths of the uh, the coinage. It's it, it's tough. H- how would that work?
0: Well, uh, right now, uh, the largest whale is the Federal Reserve, and it can just print yes. uh, more dollars. Yes, and, uh, and i agree with that however the
3: federal reserve is you know it, technically it's kind of like an elected it's not an elected because it's, it's a, not. it's a, a, a it, yeah it, well it, it's a three-letter agency all the three-letter agencies are kind of problematic uh, thomas soul goes through through this it's, a lot in it's not of his books. even
0: it's not even quite part of the government it's it's government adjacent. it's not you,
3: you, yes you're right the three-letter agencies are just like they're invincible they live on forever the the officials are not elected they're appointed but uh the elected officials can appoint new members um so you know uh, it's not a perfect system though i get it
0: no i think uh, actually uh the government can operate fine uh with a currency that they don't have control over they can still tax like look i I'm not full ANCAP. I'm just aggressively libertarian. I believe that there are reasons why the government should be able to tax people, such as, you know, uh, funding for firefighters, police, and the largest military on the planet. Uh, So... You know yeah i'm not not opposed to the government you know taxing your dogecoin or 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 your bitcoin if we move into that sort of future but i just i don't believe that the government should have the ability to print more of this money that seems dangerous and you know what uh given the economic situation that we currently find ourselves in uh yeah i think that we're learning that lesson
3: what no that's putin's price hike you big dummy
0: Oh yes, yeah. This is all the Putin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. It's
3: all Putin. No, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. You're right. But um, uh, I, I, I ultimately, ultimately, I think what's going to happen is the Federal Reserve is going to create their own Fed coin. Now, whether that's going to be an FED coin or an FUD, as in FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, I don't know but there will be like a centralized government token, uh, which kind of dovetails into cryptocurrency. And then, you know, Bitcoin might be for savings and Ethereum as well, to some extent, and some transactions, and then Dogecoin will for transactions. But if I had to pick three, yeah, it'd be Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. Uh, not necessarily in that order because me personally, I, I hold much, much more Dogecoin than I do Ethereum or Bitcoin. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think if the, uh, uh, if the Federal Reserve released a, a Fed coin, they might call it the FUD coin, but I think it would mostly be the FU coin. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah it, it, it'd be the FU coin and inflation's good coin.
0: Yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I also think that, like, I am not sure how much in like let's say that the Federal Reserve actually did release their own coin, I'm not sure like what the investment would be in it. I, I think that a lot of the major players would invest in it. Like I, I'm sure that fucking um, Amazon and Microsoft and Facebook would would want to buy up a whole bunch of them because you know they're they're interlinked to the state. But I think that uh, a lot of the the other people that aren't involved in the state would would try to stay away from the fed coin so yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not sure how that would play out i mean maybe maybe it would end up being the most dominant coin i don't know i just i know that i would want to stay away from it
3: the federal reserve uh last year over the past couple of years has been talking about doing their own fed coin so um it it i it might be coming, um, but uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't fully understand the crypto, the cryptocurrency space, so um, it's all pretty complex. Uh, I haven't done my research. Um, it, it's hard to say how it would all kind of tie together, but yeah. Anyways,
0: yeah, I mean, um, obviously not financial advice, but uh, hey, you know, if you wanted to go out and buy Dogecoin, uh, you can. Uh, <laughs> so, I. Uh... Yeah, all right. Uh, well, with that, uh, I think that that's a, a good place to uh, leave off. Uh, so uh, uh, let me say uh, thank you uh, very much, Jesus, for uh, 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 blessing us with your with your godly presence. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you very
3: much for having me.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and we'd, uh, we'd love to have you on again. And um, uh, so this is me saying uh, peace out and uh, Breaker
1: uh uh
2: buy all of the things
0: yes
3: yes breaker very nice meeting you uh general i guess we'll talk soon and uh see see y'all in a bit
0: all right uh peace out everyone